You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning and welcome to Morning Breath. This is a the live drive time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. It's probably A, but we've always called it the. So we love you guys. Glad to have you here on Morning Breath. Welcome to the program. What we do is read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word, studying a chapter, talking to Jesus, having a, you know, a time with the Lord, morning devotion, anything you want to call it. And uh, it's just a good thing to do. And then we come down here to the studio at our campus on Merritt Island, East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, and we read the chapter on the air and talk about it. It's a lot of fun to do, and I always do it with the coast. My coast today is Pastor Talk A Lot, Christian Hurston. How you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. I do love to talk a lot. Oh my gosh! This it's one morning, of my spiritual gifts. He came in wound up. Yeah, and it's been hard to uh, get him focused. It's this cool weather we've had. It's so oh, nice. I I'm do- like a dog when they get frisky and See? like bounce around. I was going to say something else, but I couldn't get it out because he <laughs> jumped right in there. So. Just proving my point. Get a little excited. Go ahead. What else? That's it. No, you I'm got, done. You got morning breath stuff to do. You yeah. So the easiest way to stay connected with the show always is through our East Coast app. You can find it on the Apple or the Google Play Store, and just search the words East Coast app. It's got a blue background with a little East Coast logo. You can also connect with us through our website, which is eccc.us. That's e triple c. US. And you can go in there for info, events, past sermons, morning breath episodes. You can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We've got content on there every single day for you. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would be honored to either email or mail out a morning breath devotion guide or any information you might ever want about East Coast. Wow. And so when you said all those like Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook stuff, what about all the Spotify, Google Podcast, Pandora, and more? Yeah, that's great. So Where's you that? Can, What's that all you about? You can do our podcast that will just go to your phone daily, automatically it will download by just using your podcast app. So on an Apple phone, it's built into there. It's just called Podcast. Or if you like to use Spotify for music, that's probably the most popular podcast player now. Or Stitcher, you know, Pandora, all of those. Anywhere you can get a podcast. You just search Morning Breath, and it's great. What about TikTok? And TikTok's going to be different, but that's Chinese, right? We, that's a Chinese got, app. East, East Coast has some fun stuff on there, though. No, you can learn no. our dances. No, I don't. Don't it's get, fun. TikTok is of the devil. Yeah, we got some that's fun what dances. Tell me. I'm just kidding, people. I don't know anything about TikTok. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, what else is going on? Christmas services are coming, December yeah. 23rd, 24th. We got Christmas, Christmas Eve. And Christmas Eve Eve services, and we're getting those all set up. If you like, get tickets online. They're out there. There's something really cool happening, though. It's kind of something to do in a maybe a little bit of a dull or dry season in the sense of uh, being able to go out and do the normal stuff in the community. Don't look so like a beat puppy. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't want to talk yet. <laughs> He's, he's just going like crazy. When I told him to hush, he look, then he looked like a puppy that had been beaten. Uh, there's something called a Christmas quest. Yeah. Why don't you explain that to everybody? I'd love to. See, I know you would. I'm excited. Love to talk. My family is so excited about this because they are wild for some scavenger hunts. So the Christmas quest is going to be... Scavenger hunt? Yeah. It's coming up on the 18th, and it's a scavenger hunt that you can do in your car. You can do it totally social distance. There's nice. over $1,000 in prizes they were giving away including a $100 grand prize. And, of course, you can find out all the information on our website or on our app. You can go on there into the events page and get all the information that you need. That's so Saturday the, the 18th. Saturday the 18th, which is coming up because yeah. what says Tuesday? Yeah. 
So here's the cool thing. It is December 15th, right? Am I correct? Yes. December 15th, yeah. two days. And so just in a few days, three days, yeah. it's going to be on, and it's a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Which I'll probably win because I know where I can get a coyote, oh, a nice. raccoon, a buzzard. Those are all scavengers, right? Yeah. So. I'm laughing. Well, no, you're not. On the inside. What's a, what's a scavenger hunt? What kind of stuff are they looking for? So you're going to be going all around the county, really, Vieira, Coco, Merritt Island, our locations, and you're looking for special things, maybe landmarks, maybe certain things that we've hidden that you got to find. I don't know all the inside. You got to take pictures of them and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. And people aren't going to, it's Friday, not Saturday? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry, forgive me. It is Friday the 18th from 530 to 830. Very good. That's a big deal. Because if you do it Saturday, you won't win anything. You're not going to win anything. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, okay. Talk to me after the program about that a little bit yeah. more. I want a little bit more information. Absolutely. Yeah, and we're not encouraging anybody to drive fast from place to place, right? Yeah. yeah. Obey, the, obey the speed limit. Let's read the chapter. Yeah, let's do it. We're, we're in Matthew 12, pretty long. I'm going to read New King James. How about you? I'm doing New Living Translation. I'm going to do the first 25 or 24 verses. There's a better break there. Yeah. And you can take it from 25 on. That sounds great. Get me started. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples were hungry and began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he was hungry, and he and those who were with him? How he entered the house of God and ate the showbread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those who were with him, but only for the priest? Or have you not read the law that, that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are blameless? Yet I say to you that in this place there is one greater than the temple." But if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man who had a withered hand, and they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Excuse me. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Yet he warned them not to make him known that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Behold my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory, and in his name Gentiles will trust. Then one who was brought to him, who was demon-possessed, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. And all the multitude were amazed and said, Could this be the son of David? Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Verse 25, Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. 
A town or family splintered by feuding will fall, fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I'm empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcist? They cast out demons too, so they will condemn you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger, and someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever it is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasures of a good heart. An evil person produces evil things from the treasure of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. One day, some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove your authority. But Jesus replied, Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was in the belly of a great fish for three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights." The people of Nineveh will stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it, for they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here, but you refuse to repent. The queen of Sheba will also stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it, for she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now someone greater than Solomon is here, but you refuse to listen." When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, seeking rest, but finds none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other more spirits, evil, more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. As Jesus was speaking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. Someone told Jesus, your mother and your brothers are standing outside and they want to speak to you. Jesus asked, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Then he pointed to his disciples and said, look at these. They are my mothers and brothers. Anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and mothers. Ah, amen. Doesn't he use the word sister there? Anyone who does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sisters and uh, mother. Ah, that's why I didn't say amen. Yeah. I didn't hear the I missed sisters. The sister. I was watching the sisters. Yeah, so uh, incredible chapter. And almost, uh, I kind of just put a little note at the beginning of it, the confrontation chapter. Yeah. Man, it just seems like they're getting on them about There's everything. It starts with the Sabbath, of course. Yeah. And I, I just had some interesting thoughts on the Sabbath, and I— uh, I'll just I'll just bring those bring those out real quick and then we can move to wherever wherever maybe you like. But I wrote this down. No law must be understood so as to contradict its own end. Okay. No law 
Think about this, Nick. I want to see if you get this. No law must be understood so as to contradict its own end. So the keeping the Sabbath was a law, yep. one of the commandments. Uh, you know, that's the Sabbath. You keep it holy. And so we know it's a command. But no law must be understood so as to contradict its own end. So what am I saying there? Well, what was the Sabbath? Number one, the Sabbath was good. Sabbath wasn't, man wasn't made for the Sabbath, but the Sabbath was made for man. It was made for rest. It was made to minister to man. It was to be good for man, not bad for man, but good for him. And so they took something that was good, and Jesus said this, the law is good. I mean, the law is not evil. Law is not bad. All those things are, it's, it's good not to murder. It's good not to steal. It's good not, you know, to keep the Sabbath and keep it holy. All those things are true. And don't say I'm going back to the law. I'm just making a point here. So since in all these cases, it's good, what they did with it made it bad. They started getting on these guys for picking grain. Now, wait a second. They weren't harvesting they were eating yeah you know they were grabbing it'd be like picking up a piece of corn off the table instead of picking it up off the off the thing and they were so nitpicking they were getting people in trouble over something that was actually supposed to give people grace and goodness and help them everybody needs rest in their life everybody needs you know, to be provided for and cared for and, and, and rest as part of that. And they took something that was good. No law was ever meant to contradict itself in mm-hmm. uh, you know, its nature. And once you start seeing that, and we're seeing a little of that in the world we live in today too, people twisting things oh, yeah. for their own devices, and it ends up being a harmful, wrong, bad thing. And so, uh, anyway, just a thought for me, uh, when I looked at this today and I thought about all the things that, that he was confronted with and it just started one good thing after another. And it went from there to healing. Yeah. Uh, okay. The eight and a guy got healed. Yeah. Isn't that bad on the Sabbath day? What a terrible thing to do. Stretch out his hand and he get healed. And he sums it up by saying verse seven, but if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. Yeah. In other words, he's saying, look, uh, this is all mercy done for mercy's sake. Yeah. I'm giving you a day off. That's what I'm doing here. This is a good thing. Yeah. Not, to, not to put you in bondage. Another but rule. But to set you free. Yeah. And even the law became bondage to us mm-hmm. because we didn't have our sin natures fixed and we weren't born again and all that stuff. And so the law just made us scream even more. Yeah. Oh, I got rules to keep. Yeah. When all the rules were good, thou shall not steal is good. That's a good thing. Yeah, thou shall not murder. Pretty good last time I checked. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, all the coveting, all the things, you know, leaving your neighbor's wife alone. Yeah. That's all That's good. A good thing. That's all good. 
but it got turned into something else. Anyway, that just a thought. Yeah, the natural tendency of man is to take the rules and yeah. then make it a, a religion to itself. Yeah. You know, and you can see that what seemed good, you know, we we do a freedom ministry here, which is like a 12-week Bible study, yep. and one of the first principles you learn is in the garden, the knowledge of good and evil, is that if Satan can't get you a sin, he'll get you with rules and he'll yeah. get you with trying to live yeah. more holy to where that becomes your God, is that it's insatiable. You'll never satisfy it. You're, the only one that ever did was Jesus. And he said, hey, I'm, I'm fulfilling all of the law today, is that there's a new, better way. I would love to kind of key you up for verse 32. This Let's is a fun one, Which one is because it? people really get hung up here. Here's talking oh, about kind of the, the unpartable sin. Uh-oh. So NLT says, anyone who speaks against the Son of Man, they can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or the world to come. And I was heartbroken to hear a prayer request recently of someone who, in I don't want to give too much details, but they just, they come in and said, I'm, I'm afraid that I have committed the unpardonable sin. Please pray for me because I'm afraid I'm going to go to hell. Okay. And the fact that they're saying that and that they're feeling a conviction of thinking of, hey, maybe I've blown it. I think there was just a misunderstanding of, you know, maybe some doctrine or some theology is they could have maybe had something else put into their mind of, hey, every day I could potentially be blowing this. Yeah. Could you speak to that sure, a little sure. bit? Sure, I'd love to. First of all, I'd like to go to Romans one twenty eight, yeah, and just show you what the reprobate or uh, person who, you know, does this, the, wh- the way they kind of see things. It says in one twenty eight, it says, uh, how's it worded? And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do things which are not fitting. Yeah. That debased mind, that means they lose that conviction, yeah. that guilt. Yeah. If anybody ever wondered or is concerned about they've lost their salvation, I guarantee you they haven't. They haven't. Because it's, just, the it's impossible. To it. yeah, yeah, it's impossible for those two things to be in the same boat. Yeah. It's really simple what this is saying here, but we make it into something very complex yeah. and all these things. Okay, so you can say... Uh, not, hang in here with me, people. You could say, oh, darn, Jesus. Yeah. But you can't say, oh, darn, Holy Spirit. Yeah. If you said that, you no, that's not what it's saying. They just said that Jesus was the devil. Yeah. He's Beelzebub. Yeah. He's doing this by the power of Beelzebub. So when they acknowledge Jesus doing this by the powers of Beelzebub, are they lost forever? No. But for example, if they said the whole the work of the Holy Spirit is the devil, they have now just stopped themselves from the ability to be born again. Yeah. Because we're born again of the Spirit. Yeah. The Word of God, which liveth and abideth forever, that has no corruption, will bear fruit that, that's in our hearts, is made alive by the Holy Spirit. If you think the Holy Spirit is demonic, you can't get saved. Yeah. And that's why it says you won't be forgiven. You won't ever, you can't make it into the kingdom of God if you are rejecting the very agent yeah. of salvation. The means and the way yeah, to get the there. Yeah, the means and the way. Jesus is uh, uh, given us the Holy Spirit. He's the means and the way to be saved. And so when you reject the Holy Spirit, you've rejected salvation. Yeah. So you can't be saved rejecting salvation. Yeah. Um, so it, it simply is what it's saying here, and uh, you're you're basically blaspheming the agent or sorts and power of salvation. How can you receive it? Yeah. 
And so uh, it's it's pretty simple, and I don't think it's as bad as everybody thinks. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I had a bad afternoon cussing. I mean, if you were to line up all the cuss words, I cuss till I got saved. Oh man, I'd probably gone around the world. It's probably, yeah. probably beat Candy Crush. How many swipes or whatever it's that a lot. is? Yeah. How many swipes around the world Candy Crush has done? You know, it's just a lot. It isn't. It isn't that. That's not the spirit of it or yeah. the heart of what's being said here. He's talking to these guys about the, what happened just before that, and that was getting blamed. Jesus was getting blamed at being the devil. Yeah. Well, if you believe Jesus is the devil and reject the Holy Spirit, you can't get saved. Yeah, because you're just not using the mechanism that it is to be able to be There's saved. There's no other way to be saved. Yeah, it's by the Spirit. No other way to be saved. Yeah. So if you reject that, yeah, well, you can't get saved. But just like you opened up with, it's the natural tendency of people to add more things to it. They'll mm-hmm. take something to the nth degree and say, now you've blown it and you need to get saved again. Because you messed up or you did something wrong again and, and again. It, again and again and again and yeah, again. It's and it's crazy. like that's not that doesn't line it's up not the way it works. with the word of God. At all. Not even close. And so it's it does say it's an un- unpardonable sin, but it's not an unrepentable sin. Yeah. And see, you you can't reject the Holy Spirit and get pardoned of it, but still reject him and yeah. receive him. But you can repent of yeah. thinking the Holy Spirit is a demonic yep. and then receive what God bought you in yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ. That's good. So it's pretty simple. I think it is anyway. But some people just try to make it into all sorts of things that it's not. Absolutely. It's, it's sad. Yeah. I, I love the part here where he says every kingdom divided against itself uh, is brought to uh, desolation. And mm-hmm. I love that it's in the context of healing. So the guy's blind and mute, and yeah. Jesus heals him. Then they accuse him of being the devil and say the reason he can do it is because the, the devil is empowering him. And so what they're saying here is sickness and disease is from the devil. Mm-hmm. And because Jesus is in cahoots with the devil, he can remove it. But he said to them, if a kingdom's divided against itself, it will not stand. Yeah. So he's saying Satan can't cast out Satan or Satan's kingdom won't stand. So here's what I love about it. God's kingdom's not divided, yeah. obviously. And that Jesus is totally and completely against sickness here. Yeah. He can't be, in some cases, well, God heals and then he doesn't heal. Oh, yeah, that's he heals showing and really then he clearly what heal. side of the fence he's on. That's and, right. He says, I'm on, the, I'm on the healing side. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And my kingdom's not divided against itself. Yeah. I'm all healing all the time. That's who I am. And that's Jesus making that point here. And I love that healing example here. There's no confusion. And I'm just, I'm going to say this. Death is not healing. Death is relief. Death can be comfort. Death is is fellowship with Jesus. Death is a lot of incredibly good things if you're a believer. But death is not healing. Mm -hmm. You are not healed if you die. In fact, if you die, you need healing like Lazarus did. So, I I mean, I love you. It's easy to kind of make that as the excuse for God always heals. But death is not healing. And sometimes we just don't get healed. That's not God's fault. And that's not God's way. That goes on. That's on us. And I still love you. Uh, let's take a break. I'll be back in just a minute. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey, everybody. Uh, what You just read some stats you looked up on your phone. What were they? Yeah, I think it's great when, we, when you're looking at the Word and you want to kind of understand. I'd ask you the question about the Holy Spirit and immediately went to Romans 128. As we use the Word to be able to kind of like check the Word and to be able to verify against it. And just in the, the Gospels, you see Jesus quoting from 27 of the Old Testament books. Yes. Is he immediately, he always says, it is written. Yeah. And he would yeah. reference, and even when you don't realize it, he's using the Old Testament prophets to be 
be able to back up everything he says is this is kind of a book of confrontation. This chapter is, but Jesus didn't just like make it up. He's going to the word to be able to yes. define the yeah. word and to use it. And I just, I love that so much. We all, we always said early on, the Bible interprets the Bible. If you yeah. see something you don't understand, for example, in the, in the scripture where it says praying in the spirit. Now, how do you know what praying in the spirit is? Well, you go to 1 Corinthians, you go to chapter 14, and yeah. it talks about praying in other tongues is praying in the Spirit. Yeah. And so you let the Bible interpret the Bible. You yeah. don't make up yeah. what you think it or is. Or Wikipedia. Yeah, or well, <laughs> Wikipedia. I yeah. love it. It's a handy tool sometimes. But, uh, yeah, you let the Bible explain. So when you look for things and you want to know the truth, the Bible is going to make the Bible clear. And that's again goes with let every word be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Yeah. I think that means two or three scriptures is in many yeah. cases. We gotta take our final break. See you tomorrow. God bless. Have a great day. Talk to you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.